Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Have you along for the ride? Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always love when it's a Monday again. It's great news with Kay on a Monday. Kay Smythe. Kay, how are you? Good to see you. I'm good, Joe. How are you? Haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. You had a big birthday. Happy 30th birthday. Can I say 30th birthday or not? You can say 30th birthday. Because if I, I can't, I feel... I'll just stop the table. We'll do, we'll do it again. No, you're good. I feel like I'm one of the only 30-year-olds that still has like teenage skin and wrinkles at the same time. So that's great. Love being a millennial. So I was going to say... I was going to say, you you uh, to appear in your 20s, you do, yet your brain is 73, which is. doesn't make any sense. You're such an old soul, which I think is great, but um, 30s, let me just say this. I don't know where you are on being 30, which is very young. It's nothing. I mean, I, I, can't, I can't even remember being 30, but I remember I was probably just out of diapers because it's like <laughs> a baby 30. You don't feel old, do you? I didn't feel old. I don't feel old. That's I don't feel old. No, I actually um, I had this like weird little reset where I'm like so grateful that my 20s are over. John, my boyfriend, also made the joke. He's just like, you're getting just one year closer to being your mental age of a 75 year old disgruntled (laughs) drunken coal miner. Um, And I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I didn't feel old, but I had like, you know what? It was funny as I was sat at the beach we went down for a couple of days um down at the outer banks and i was sat there and i was like okay let me think about what i've done in my 20s and say for getting a technical legal marriage license i live with my partner back in europe we do common law marriage we don't have to get the government involved in you know our relationship with god but you'll have to do that here in america whatever but say for that and having my first child like i feel like I did so much, yeah. but now I'm like, kind of just want to chill. Kind of just want to take the next, you know, right. 60 years real slow. Take it, well, take it easy. Much. Right, well, God bless you. Happy birthday uh, a week late, but I, I told you happy birthday last week as well. Kay, by the way, writes for the Daily Caller. She's on my show. She's on Newsmax all the time. She's on that first or the third. Or the It's the first, right? So I think they let me on the one fourth. One of them, yeah, one of them. <laughs> I go on the fourth every once in a while, but uh, no, CK everywhere. Follow her also on social media. Uh, Wall Street is blaming the economic crisis and the recession on the Middle East war. I mean, that's just dumb because the, the, the economic downturn and the close to recession that we've been in for two and a half, three years, that was that way preceded the war in the Middle East, didn't it? Absolutely. I mean, we've been on the brink and sort of in the stages of recession 
four years. This has really been going on since before COVID. Um, but no, I woke up this morning and, you know, it's like one of those Mondays. Actually, I had a phone call this morning with James O'Keefe, formerly of Project Veritas. Nice. And he said something along the lines of like, Monday, worst day of the week. It's an absolute nightmare, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? He's absolutely spot on because I woke up this morning and chose so much violence because I see Jamie Dimon and all of these other Wall Street freaking losers who put you, you driving at home, you listening to this radio broadcast right now from wherever you're at, you there who sees your gas prices go through the roof, who sees your heating bill basically in a position where it's like, do we choose between eating and heating this month? Like those people, like all the bad stuff that's going on in your life right now, everyone who's listening as it relates to the economy, all those men, and it is pretty much just men, unfortunately, all those men are going to try and tell you over the next couple of months that the reason that we're all in this crisis financially is because of, I guess, yeah, like the Israel Hamas thing. They did exactly the same thing, just by the way, exactly the same men did exactly the same thing when Russia invaded Ukraine. Um, thankfully, that war, that pointless war has managed to stave off some economic hardship in the short term. Things are still going to get really bad, though. Don't get me wrong. Um, so, yeah, I woke up this morning and I chose violence because someone from The Guardian, which is like the outlet that I first ever really worked for and like used to get published by, who have now just become a propaganda wing for the far leftist Democrat elites that run the world. So The Guardian writes this article. It's like, oh, my gosh, the war in the Middle East is the reason why we're going to go through this like global recession. It totally doesn't have anything to do with like the bubbling, failing tech se like sector or the fact that we've like given all of these huge private corporations ownership of like most of our houses, which is why you guys can't really like afford to live anywhere. And it definitely doesn't have anything to do with the stimulus checks that set off a course of inflation that we'll probably never recover from um it's definitely war that's the bad guy here guys and it's not the war it's the men who are blaming the war so that's why i woke up and chose violence this morning well yeah. listen i i hear you and, and i appreciate what you're saying because you're spot on right i don't like that the economy is ever helped by war because that causes people that control the economy to keep us in war and they're never going to stop. That's why, you know, really good people that I have on my show all the time call it the war party. That's mm -hmm. exactly what it is. There's a war party, and, it, and it's comprised of of every side of the political spectrum you could possibly find. And they're never going to stop until we step in and make them stop. It's Case Smythe. Go to casemythe.com. You can also follow her on all the social media. I'm going to talk about it. Look, I saw this video, and I actually did a come on video. Come on. I did that video earlier about these two idiots that walk into a museum and, again, attack a piece of art, this time from the 1600s, because they think that's going to make me agree with them on oil. Okay, explain to me how that works. So basically, those same Democratic elites who've put us in that terrible financial position that I was just talking about. Um, so those same people also fund a bunch of these weird activist groups that's mostly made up of like mentally ill children and people whose parents didn't love them properly. Um, these like little children, these heavily manipulated idiot children, then get... I don't think they even get paid, but they basically get told to go and destroy priceless pieces of our culture and our history um, because they think that that will make people stop using oil-based products. Um, I guess at some point they think they're going to solve climate change every time they do something like this. I just hope they get their teeth kicked in at this point. I am so sick 
of these stupid little children, Joe. Well, this well, is okay, probably like the fifth piece piece like this I've written. I've got to ask what, you this. Guess what's been solved? Guess what's been solved with climate Nothing. change? Nothing. And they got nobody on their side. Nobody joined their side by them doing this garbage. So the question has to be, and it's a very simple question, why doesn't somebody stop them? Why doesn't somebody walk in and take those two scrawny little skinny idiots that are living on like alfalfa sprouts and carry them out of the building and lock the door behind them? Why are they allowing them to attack? I mean, the art didn't do anything. I mean, was it because it was an oil painting? I'm not really sure what the issue is. And yes, they got our attention and they made people who are on a fine line teetering, well, I'm for oil, I'm against oil, I'm for oil. Those people now will see them and say, well, I'm definitely for oil if these yeah. people are against. Yeah. Exactly. Why aren't, uh, they, why aren't they removed physically? Just physically remove their asses. Well, I think in this one specific context, they were carrying hammers. And, you know, if like me and John were in a museum and we saw two ugly liberals carrying hammers, we'd be out of there so fast. You would like you would see the shadow of like my shadow would be hanging behind me. I'd, I'd be gone. I'm so stupid. I would take yeah. the hammer and try to put it somewhere for them. Well, I also was in Marrakesh during the 2011 like terrorist. Well, they say, oh, it, I got they you. say right. it wasn't a terrorist attack, but it like was, um, which is the other crazy things. If you Wikipedia it, they're like, oh, no, it was an accidental gas explosion. Like, no, it was anyway. So I was there for that. So that kind of freaked me out. I was gotcha. actually torn apart by baboons when I was a lot younger. And it was like this really scary situation where me and my mom were like, oh, we might die. Um, and it's all... Those two Who moments. Who are you? Particularly, what? Dude, you were almost torn apart by baboons. Either side of Africa, one in Morocco, one in South Africa. Yeah, that was. You're either the biggest liar I've ever met, or you have done everything and then some that a thirty year old could possibly do. Well, this is why I'm telling you, I'm literally How is this possible for the next sixty years. So we were in Morocco because it's what? super close to Britain. What? And because my parents wanted me to get out of town, it was so cheap. It was so cheap to be in Morocco back then. I wonder why. And by the way, I'm not and suggesting Kay Smythe is a liar. I mean, it just, yeah. just blows my mind, these stories. Go ahead. I have, I have photos, everything. Like, we'll get my mom on the show. She'll tell you about both of those incidents. I believe you. She, yeah, it was it was wild. So when I'm in sort of like macro, like I don't go to a, like big busy places, like since all this Hamas stuff's been kicking off. It's just more of an excuse for me to like lean into nature. Not, I've never been a fan of cities. I don't know how anyone enjoys them, but that's just me. But yeah, if you see like two kids walking around, like if I saw two nutter kids walking around with hammers, I'd be out of there. But, but Joe, I wish I had the video ready because a bunch of these stupid children tried to pull the same thing in Germany a couple of weeks ago, or maybe like a month ago. Right. They did that thing where they like sit in the middle of the road and like block all the cars and stuff. Yes. And you can see this one woman, she's sort of like got this like peroxide blonde hair. She's sort of looking back and forth. She's like, I don't really know. I don't really know what to do here. So I'm going to grab this chick by the weave and I'm going <laughs> to drag her to the curb. And I was like, who is this alpha blonde German goddess kicking ass? I wish I had the sheer body strength. Like I'm right. five foot two, like you know, five foot two to four or something. You know, right. 120 pounds soaking wet. Like I don't have any upper body strength. But I right. was like, oh, that's how it's done. And like I've seen similar videos, but I, I think saw, I saw also... one out of Italy where my people aren't taking that crap. They just drag these people off the street. That's this was in Italy, and by the way, I posted it on social media. They called it violence. They they didn't let it stay up. But uh, yes, I mean, at some point, you just either plow through them. Or you remove them, and then they'll stop doing it. For so long, we sat there and watched them do it, like we couldn't, we, like we had no no power to move these. Again, collectively, they weigh as much as my right leg. 
<laughs> like we have no ability to move them. Of course we do. Yeah, of course we do. And we should like, keep doing I mean, that. and it's not like this is someone. I think the other thing I get into arguments with like friends and family about this when it comes to these protesters, because most of this stuff happens in Britain, way more so than it happens here in the States. Um, but I think the thing that like really bothers me is so many of these young people think that they're sending like an accurate message. They think, oh, we'll be remembered as like the suffragettes. We'll be remembered in history as the people who changed it. It's like, actually, you won't. You'll be remembered as just chaotic, annoying, spoiled children. Yes. Didn't do anything to help in this situation. Just like a lot of, I hate to say it, but like a lot of people who dodged like the draft and all that stuff that went on during the Vietnam War. Like those people, those protesters, they didn't end up on really the right side of history, unfortunately, because again, as we've been through this, like war is bad. War is not the same as like fighting climate change. This is the other thing that does my head in, Joe. Sorry to go off on a rant about this. But like, we're not actually out of our last ice age. I don't know if people don't understand this, but we've been sort of on the way out of it, almost all the way out of it for about only about the last like 12,000 years. We don't actually know what normal is for our planet because for like more than 2 million years, it wasn't like this. It was completely different. We had ice sheets covering like half of most of the continent. Like the world looked completely different. We're still coming out of that phase. It it is such. I was taught that in school. Why aren't we teaching that anymore? In context, what you just said is going to blow the minds of a lot of people watching and listening. I want you to make sure that you hear what Kay just said. Contextually, we have no idea what the normal temperature is. We have not have any, any idea. So we take a period of time that fits somebody's narrative and say, hey, wait a second. Between 1876 <laughs> and 1971, something happened that we're unhappy with, so you've got to stop driving cars with, with petroleum. I, I mean, you're so right. Because, and the argument I always bring up when somebody brings up climate change to me, and they never have an answer, is I'll say, what was the temperature where you are right now 1,500 years ago? And there are crickets on the other side. They're like, how, how can I know that? I said, well, how do you know? Was it 100 degrees warmer? Was it 70 degrees cooler? Do you know? Well, no, I don't know. Well, then why are you telling me that one degree Celsius over 150 years is a problem? And they don't really have an answer. So what you just said is so everybody watching and listening, hear me clearly. What she just said, I want you to use that. When some green idiot comes up to you and starts trouble about climate change, just ask them, what is the normal temperature? And then shut up and let them answer. Yeah. I love that. Hey, can they? I have never met anyone who has ever been able to answer that question. My favorite thing ever is bumping into people that I went to university with to like study this stuff. And they all sort of sit down and go, well, we knew it wasn't us, but like, we can't say that in work because we'll get (laughs) in trouble. Come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The stuff that freaking like like linguistic gymnastics that people at the National Weather Service and NOAA and all these government bodies do to avoid the climate change conversation. I've literally written articles like, look at the like alphabetical gymnastics or whatever it was to get like NWS used to avoid this climate change question. It's just because like we all have to sit there and kind of go, also, not only do we not know what the climate was like no idea. for like most of history, 
But it turns out that we might actually be the Dark Ages version of a past civilization that actually reached a way, way, way higher standard of technological development during the last Ice Age, which most of then was subsequently lost as a result of what we call the Younger Dryas, or yes. not the Younger Dryas technically, just like the cooling or the warming, and then the Younger Dryas, and then the subsequent warming again. So it's kind of cool got, to like reshape our perspective. on. Well, it is, because people from. only have a perspective from what they were told, not through actual research and, act, and actual historical fact. Uh, the second favorite thing I like to, and you could use this, I'm going to give this to okay, my gift to you for your birthday. Uh, you can use this. When somebody gives you a hard time, listen, just yesterday we set a new high record. And my answer is, well, broke the record from when? They'll say, well, 1896. Well, why was it so hot this day in 1896? And they don't have an answer. So we're breaking records that were set 100 years ago. Did you ever think why it was so freaking hot 100 years ago? Yeah. And they have no answer. It's my gift to you. It's what I do. Uh, I it is. It. It is it is case mind. We got to do a whole a whole segment on just the idiots on the left when it comes to climate change and their lack of historical knowledge and their lack of desire to learn anything historically as well. Give me give me like a minute on the Florida Man Games. What is the Florida Man Games? What is that? Oh man, the Florida Man Games. I think I might hopefully be going to these in February. I got the story right here from the Daily Caller because I don't want to get anything wrong. The Florida Man Games are exactly what they sound like. It's sort of uh, an American gladiator type vibe. With, um, I don't know, meth. Um, so the games at the what? Florida Man Games include weaponized pool noodle mud duel. Um, <laughs> that's literally just how it's described. There's okay. a category five cash grab where you have to try and grab money while being subjected to category five strength wins. Um, you've got to steal a catacolytic convert converter, two bikes, a handful of copper pipes in like record timing. Um, there's obviously a best mullet in show obviously duh, florida duh. like yeah. we weren't born in a barn thank you um oh and you'll also be able to watch at the end of the florida man games cops fight firefighters to figure out who is actually toughest so i'm gonna get blackout drunk and i'm gonna go hang out in florida for the florida man games i cannot wait i think that we want all the video February. we want all the video and i want you to appear on this show from there Deal. Done. <laughs> Done. That sounds great. I'm, it's going to be sounds a mess. amazing. Yeah. No, it, sound, it sounds amazing. Kay, I appreciate you. Happy birthday again. It's Kay Smythe. Go read everything she does in The Daily Caller. Go to dailycaller.com. She's also on Newsmax all the time, on my show all the time, too, and assorted other places as well. Kay, thank you. Thank you. All right. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pegg Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. We 
appreciate Kay coming on. There's a lot of news to get to next hour, including an alleged leak of three pages of the manifesto from the, the Nashville shooter who targeted, it turns out, if this is true, and this is from Steven Crowder, um, white children. Going to get the white privileged children uh, when when she went and killed six people in that in that school. I don't know why they haven't released the entire manifesto. Probably because it doesn't fit the narrative. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Plus, next hour, William Lee Golden from the Oak Ridge Boys. A good long interview there. We're going to relax a little bit and enjoy that. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pags Show.